Save Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Irene. Uh, I'm still terribly. I'm gonna next time we do the show, I won't have this this little stupid mic. Going back to the original mic. Every time you move your chair, I can hear it squeak or that or it's race. It's his. All right. Yeah, it's not loud. Because mine doesn't squeak, baby girl. I got a bad chair. I got a bad system. In elks? The, uh, is an elk yeah. chair? I got a, <laughs> I got a few more elks chairs back here. Back I would here, love an elks chair. <laughs> and we that. have some elks chairs at my mom has some old elks chair, like the old red leather, like pleather. Oh, these are what these are. Three dollars a piece. The elks. Oh, mine are free, baby. You you like them even more. <laughs> I oh, these were free. I Someone some I had, like I just come forward back. I just inherited these. Yeah. <laughs> if it stays in Queens Landing, it is now the Queens. Hey, if you leave it. Leave him at my house for X amount of time. It's mine. It's branded. It's Four just hours. a vagina with a blunt across it. <laughs> the creed. Pussy and ash, baby. Here's the creed. <laughs> Welcome to the Silver Mind Sports Show, Wednesday edition, AFC East Outlook. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, please do the same. Subscribe, rate, review, and always tell your friends. Welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show. Um, White Birch, ever heard of it? Yes. National New Hampshire Ray Address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Nice hat, Bill. Thank you. Got that on the good side of Amherst Street, White Birch Brewing. Definitely uh, not the bad side, that's for damn sure. Definitely not the bad side. Uh, get on down to the brewery. It is on the good side of Amherst Street, 460 Amherst Street. Uh, get yourself a... Get yourself a uh, flight. Beer. Get yourself a pint. Get yourself a beer. Uh, get yourself a hat, whatever you want to get it. If you can't get it there, go to your local beer store, wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Uh, so we're going to do a little bit of AFC East talk, boys. Uh, get into some football. We had the preseason start up. And I just want your overall impressions of what we think it looks like. I believe last year, I don't think any of us were correct in our uh, expectations. Except I think I was the closest because I told you the Dolphins were going to suck and basically – um, they also picked did. the Patriots to go to the AFC Championship game. So we'll forget. We'll pretend that never happened. He picked them to go happened. to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, no, even no. better. Yeah. Those are two different shows. Those are two different shows. <laughs> I picked them to win the division. Okay. And then uh, after that, I got drunk. So nothing I said. I think that Bill's was, the only one funny. I got right. I think Bill's the only one that picked the Buffalo Bills to go to the AFC uh, East. Well, that's because he's a pussy. And uh, that's the easy pick. It'll probably be the easy pick again. Uh, this year as the division winning uh, they tried to uh, get two in a row here the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen who's clearly the best quarterback in the division really took a step last year Um, I should they be the favorites though what what are some reasons that they could fail I gave you a couple uh, on the email if you have some more throw them out there Bill why why will the Bills not I'm not asking if you think they will I'm asking why would they not win the AFC or uh, AFC East outside of Josh Allen getting hurt they have, I think their run game suspect. You know, uh, Singletary is there. Uh, Moss, uh, they brought over Matt Breida, who was in Miami last year, who really didn't do anything, truthfully. So, I mean, that, that there. And I think they're a little weak on the defensive front. 
Yeah, their defense as a whole is pretty weak. I thought last year their offense kind of carried them. They took a step back since 2019. I thought their defense was really good in 2019. But, I mean, without Josh Allen, I mean, a healthy Josh Allen, I mean, you're still looking at the number one team in the division. I expect them to repeat. I honestly just kind of looking at the landscape of the AFC right now, I, I still expect them to kind of battle with Kansas City for the number one seed to get a buy in this league. I just think – I don't think last year was a fluke. I think they're well coached and that offense is great. I mean, if everyone, you know, you mentioned if in the email, if Stefan Diggs goes down, I, you know, if he's healthy, I, I, I like what they have there. I like Cole Beasley unless he infects everybody with COVID. But I mean, I, I think that offense is still good outside the run game, the way Josh Allen's playing and he played last year. I mean, he had nine rushing touchdowns, 40, 44 touchdowns total. Did I ask the question why they would win or why they wouldn't win? Wouldn't. Okay. No, you got anything else for that? I said running game and defense. Okay, running game, defense. Ray, you got anything else for why the Bulls will not win the division? It's Buffalo. You know, I, when's the last looking time, for? What's the, when's the last time an AFC East team other than the Patriots repeated as AFC East winners? Ooh, Can't good tell, question. Couldn't tell you. So, therefore, they're going to come back to earth. It's Buffalo. Uh, Josh Allen just got paid heavily, uh, mm. $240 million, I believe, and $150 million guaranteed. Highest paid How many quarter. pennies is that? Too many. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I feel like I've always had the, uh, narrative. If you get paid, you usually take a step back because you don't, you know, you, what do you got to fight for now? Like you yeah. bet you, you had your initiative of getting paid, be that top paid guy. He is now that top paid guy. So what does he have to fight for? You know, so he might take a step back on that front. Yeah. He's lost some incentive. It's also a lot of pressure that comes on there. I also just think if you look at Josh Allen's career, um, he had a slight, upward trajectory from his rookie year to his second year. Um, and then last year he skyrocketed. Now, uh, Brian Dayball is there. They called great games for him last year. They put him in really good situations to be successful. They got Stefan Diggs, who had a, uh, awesome, awesome all, year. All last pro year. year. Really? What do you have? Yep. 127 catches, something like that. Something crazy, really unbelievable and avoided injury, which was big for him. He usually doesn't do that. Um, I just think if you look at that, that naturally, Josh Allen and that offense is going to come back to earth a little bit. I don't, to, to your point, Bill, they didn't have a run game last year. It's hard to sustain that type of offensive, offensive success without a run game. Uh, they were playing in empty stadiums uh, with Josh Allen, who I think still has, and experience tells us has a little bit of a loose head and has, makes some questionable decisions yes. in crunch time with pressure on him. Uh, when you're not, when you're not playing in front of 60,000 fans, that makes it a little bit easier. Uh, so I think all of those things combined, you can, I think you can expect Josh Allen and the bills to take a step back, at least offensively uh, moving into the season. Um, also, they're going to be facing tougher competition. You won the division, you get the division winners across the, across your schedule. Um, you're going to be placed in those situations where the Patriots have been for 20 years. That's why it's so hard to repeat as division winners. Um and I don't think their defense got much better from a, from what your point, Bill, last year. They, their defense was a little bit overrated to start and then showed their true colors towards the end. And what did they really do to address that? They signed a couple of their own guys. They didn't really go out there and make any big moves. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't think they improved in areas that they were weak, and I expect them to take a step back offensively. So that combined with the Patriots spending out of their ass to improve their roster, I expect it to be a closer – uh, division race. And let's, let's be honest. It's just between the Patriots and the bills. So I asked the question, what is it about the Patriots that gives you, uh, some, uh, confidence that they could take advantage of this or what needs to happen for the Patriots to, uh, surpass the bills here? 
I'll go with Ray, seeing as Bill already gave us all the reasons the Bills were fucking winning the division. So the thing, everything that the Patriots have other than quarterback is the reason why they can take advantage of this Buffalo Bills uh, team. Uh, if we have a better quarterback, if Cam plays better than he did last year, we could take full advantage. We could compete for the AFC East. But I feel like the Patriots did, you know, $250 million worth of uh, damage on the free agent market, plus a pretty good draft that they could compete with these guys now. Bill, um, as a Patriots fan, a glimmer of hope outside of Josh Allen going down. I'll give you Stefan Diggs going down or some other injuries. Where do you see the Patriots making up ground and uh, making it a competition at least? Clearly, I mean, for those things to happen, if Allen and Diggs went down, then yeah, the Patriots are going to win the division. But you're too, you're too. I mean, Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the in the division. You can't compete with Cam Cam Newton or Mac Jones. You know that's where you're 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 falling. It's a big problem right now. And you you still got, as we discussed on our Tuesday show, you still got a little bit of question marks in your secondary for the Patriots. You know, and, and then health's a big problem. You see Hunter Henry banged up. You see John o. Smith banged up. You know, I mean, that's a big thing. You're, you're, the only advantage you have right now for the on paper is your run game. You know, I think you have a good combination with um, Harris, um, Michelle, and, and James White. But that's – I'll put some ooh, respect see, on Ramadama Ding Dong's name, please. <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson, a.k.a. Ramadama Ding Dong. And I, I disagree with you. I think the page – I think Ray's right. I think you have advantages across the board outside of quarterback almost – and wide receiver, and I'll give you why. And, a, and you know, I'll give the you the Bills Patriots a run game. I'll, I'll give you the Patriots their um, offensive line, and they're like six in the the league. Well, right I think now, the Patriots have O line, which which gives you the run game. So there's, the Bills there's... have stuff on Diggs. They have Emmanuel Sanders. They picked up in the offseason. Cole Beasley, great slot guy, and they have an, uh, their tight end Knox. He isn't that bad, but I mean, I, I think he's no sure. Uh, he's uh, had some wide... big catches against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll I'll give the Bills the check mark at quarterback, of course. Uh, pass catchers, and then it kind of stops there. I'm going O-line Patriots. I'm going running game Patriots. I'm going defensive line and front seven, if you want to combine that, to the Patriots. Um, cornerback, if Stephon Diggs comes back in the sorry, secondary, um, I think the I think it's pretty even there with uh, Tredavious White in, in Buffalo, obviously a stud. But they got thrown on left and fucking right last year. I'm going edge Patriots on that by a little bit. Um, and then we got coach. Obviously, I'm going to the Patriots there. Um, the defensive unit as a whole, I'm going Patriots. So I I think outside of the most important position in sports and the guys that he's throwing to, you have advantages across the board. And if you can um, if you can maximize those and get a decent level of play out of your quarterback and not fumble the ball away at the one in Buffalo. I give him a chance to, to take this division. I mean, you you, you should have one, taken one, at least one game from him last year anyway with a seven and uh, six, <laughs> seven and nine team. So uh, I think it's going to be closer than you think, Bill. I think it's going to be closer than you seven think. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. Seven and six. Seven and ten this year. Yeah. Um, let's take uh, just a couple minutes to completely shit on the bottom of the league, unless you have a different opinion this year on the Dolphins, who I told you last year were going to suck and forever suck. Uh, I think this year potentially could be worse. They actually were okay with Fitzpatrick for a stretch there last year. They're actually good. And then they sat him like a bunch of fucking morons to get to us some playing time experience. And little did we know he didn't even look at the fucking playbook when they put him in. So uh, I'm assuming he has now, but he doesn't look good anyway. So uh, your thoughts on the Miami dolphins uh, going into the season, Bill. 
Yeah, they're looking like the third best team in the division. I don't trust Tua at all. You you, you had some big whiffs in free agency last year when you lost uh, Van Noy that you just cut after year one, and that I forget the safety that they they cut to team captain um, safety. Who can't team captain? And, yeah, it, so, yeah, I mean, it might be Bryant. Anyways, yeah, I just don't think they're that good. You you see it now, Will Fuller, the, another free agent wide receiver you brought in, he's banged up already, and um, their first round guy Waddle is that who? Not Waddle. Um, the other Alabama guy, not Devon Dismo. Who's the other? Who's the uh, Alabama guy? Anyway, he hasn't looked great. Hasn't looked great. Look with Tua right now. So Devontae Parker came in, just came off the pup. He's hurt. So I mean, it just, I don't trust it. I don't think Brian Flores is kind of knows what he's doing, especially in the personnel department. You you just paid thirty one million dollars for one season to Kyle Van Noy. So I mean, there's some there's some question marks there, and I just don't think he's. He seems like he's in that Belichick coaching tree of being a better coordinator than a head coach, truthfully. It's McCain, yeah. and it is Waddle. You're right, Bill. It is Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle, right. Good call, Bill. Um, yeah, Ray, you have to look at uh, Brian Flores down there. Definitely got a spark out of that team when he first went to uh, Miami as a head coach. Um, you know, we, we had Fitzpatrick come up here and, and beat the Patriots in week 17 uh, that cost the bye week. And, and you know, we don't, we don't need to revisit that, but I think that was all Brian Flores in that coordinator type of energy that you can bring and, and get a team up for a game or two or, or a, uh, a series of games. But when it comes to uh, management and leadership, you gotta, I mean, this guy, I think is striking out all over the place in terms of why guys are leaving, why guys want to leave. Um, now you have your best cornerback threatening to hold out to get a couple more bucks. Clearly he doesn't think things are going in the right direction. Ownership has always been a fucking mess down there. So uh, since Don Shula left, they have had no fucking direction, even with Jimmy Johnson and a couple playoff runs, they've had no direction, no clear understanding of what they want to do. They should have, even with the sexual allegations, they should have traded to a, in their third pick and got Deshaun Watson. They would have put themselves in a position for they 10 years to be okay. So many in South Beach. <laughs> Oh yeah, so well, many more massage therapists there, fingering his butthole. Where'd you go for that? Uh, Dude, you know it. You know it's gonna happen. Allegedly. So, uh, with all that being said, that's my little rant on Miami. I'll let you know where I stand. Uh, Ray, do you have any different type of thoughts on them coming into the season? I disagree with you on the Brian Flores thing. I think it's more of the ownership. They went out there. They spent a lot of money thinking they could compete. You know, Brady's gone. Let's, let's spend a lot of money, see if we can get to that AFC's title. And I think it backfired on him when they didn't have Tua as the guy that they thought they had because, obviously, he was uh, trade discussions in the offseason. So, I think Brian Flores is doing a great job down there uh, defensive-wise. Offensive-wise, eh, Tua, you know, he isn't that guy. But I think it's more management getting rid of these guys. They spent a lot of money, and he's always been a cheap guy. Bill, do you know who the owner is, Steve? Uh, Steve Ross. Steve Ross, Stephen Ross, and he's J-Lo, always Mark Anthony. Yeah, they're always about money first. They're not about putting a good product on the team. So I think that's what's going down there. And he's just working with what he's got, and it's not going <laughs> to amount to anything in the AFC East this year. Well, that's fine. But even the year that they spent a bunch of money, they didn't make the playoffs. Exactly. So. But they they put all their money on Tua, thinking Tua was going to be the the savior down there, the next Dan Marino to lead him to the promised land, and it wasn't. He's not. Well, that that's guy. personnel, and that's Brian. But Flores. his first year, I mean, that's what is we. Is that should... Brian Flores or is that the GM who went out there? I don't trust Brian it's... Flores. I think Brian Flores. It, I think that he's rubbed people the wrong way. I think as a coordinator, you fired your offensive coordinator after your first year that you you brought over with Chad O'Shea for the Patriots. Decision. He's the fucking head coach. He's not the defensive coordinator. He's the head coach. He's the CEO of that team on the field. 
You can't just be good on one side or good on the other. You can't fire your offensive coordinator because you think this guy's going to come in for your quarter. Like, no, it's been handled poorly. It's been Chapter handled poorly, one, and the players are reflecting it. <laughs> I missed that one. Um, we only have a couple minutes here. That's all it needs for uh, Jets talk. Zach Wilson finally uh, reported to Jets camp after uh, basically holding out. <laughs> you mean his... Johnny Manziel 2.0? Thank there you, you go. very Bill much. Bill called down a year ago. Yeah, Bill, uh, by all means. Col- Ca- uh, Colin Cowherd, if you're listening again, by all means, let us know. You can come on the show and steal some more of Bill's takes. Um, the reports out of camp from management, uh, un- of course, unnamed sources from Jets camp. What a fucking – speaking of shit shows, this these- – <laughs> It's Sam Darnold all over again from an unnamed source from Jets camp. Zach Wilson has come out after throwing a bunch of picks and said, yeah, well, uh, let's just get him out of of the way now. Start taking some chances, see what I can get away with in practice. They're fucked. They're fucked. They suck. They're not going to be good. Zach Wilson might be Peyton Manning out there. They're still not going to be good, and he's going to force his way out because they suck, and it's a terrible, terrible environment. He's an entitled rich prick. His family owns JetBlue. He's been getting, well, I take it back. I don't know how rich he is if his, his uncle's making his family fly commercial at 500 no, 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 That's super rich. It's just like, Ray, your cousins do like similar stuff yeah, when, they do. when they need to be. Holiday frugal. season, too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's how rich people get rich, Bill. Like a week-long holiday season, right? A little more. A couple of days. Um, Candles. Nine crazy nights. It's eight well, fucking nights, damn it, idiots. Bill. Damn it, Ray. <laughs> damn it. Seven. Seven thirty-seven. I don't even know how that one's gonna work. Uh, yeah, the uncle charging six hundred bucks a seat uh, for flights on a for friends and family on flights to go see his kids play or nephews play or whatever on an airline that he owns. Hey, it's just not a good. Look. It's not good right now. You I just, I saw it. I'm saying it before the draft, man. You're Johnny Menzel. You come for money. You've, you've had some questionable character stuff with douchiness written all over you. I wanted no part of this guy if he fell to the Patriots at 16. I wanted no fucking part of it. And you're seeing it in Jets camp. If you're throwing pick after pick after pick and you're the number two pick, clearly you're not ready. You have no succession plan behind him right now. I mean, you don't need a succession plan, but you need a number two right now. You have nobody. You had Joe Flacco. Did he retire? It's his corpse still there. He's not there in Philly. Ew. <laughs> Tossing bombs in Philly. You see that uh, exhibition game? Pre-season Philly's game. made for Joe Flacco. Yeah, man. Trash Ash. bag Joe Flacco deserves that city. Um, yeah, no, it's a good point that they have no plan behind him. And it, this is all, it, there's no plan around him either. The Jets, the Jets are like the Orioles. They're a walking case study for relegation in American sports. They should be, they should be on the list. Um, they they won't go winless though, right? They'll 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 pick up a win. They'll get one. Will they be Who? worse than Houston? Who? Who are they gonna beat? I haven't seen their schedule, but they'll they'll, <laughs> they'll the steal one. Beautiful. Do they play Houston? They'll beat Houston. We Keep play up. Houston, so we might. They should play might. Houston. Yeah, they'll play Houston. They should beat. They should beat the Texans. Hold on, Deshaun Watson doesn't play. Please hold. What is oh, all right, look quickly. If you can pull the schedule up, Ray, let's quickly do a uh, jet schedule run through wins and losses. Okay, are you ready? Yep, go. O- opening day, Panthers. Loss. Loss. Us, week two. Loss. Loss. Week three, Broncos. Loss. Loss. Week four, Titans. Loss. Loss. Week five, the Falcons. Loss. Loss. Week six, the Patriots again. 
Loss. Loss. Week seven, the Bengals. Where is that? At Jets. When? All week right. seven. Uh, Colts. Uh, loss. Oh, okay. Week oh, you gave him a win? I'll give him a win. Oh, I guess you the fucked up the shtick, Bill. Week, uh, okay. Colts. Loss. Loss. Bills. Loss. Loss. Dolphins. Loss. Loss. Texans. Win. <laughs> yeah, they got it. Yeah, that's yeah. my only win, I guess. So November 28th will be their only win of the season. Then it's Eagles, Saints, uh, Dolphins, Jaguars, which could be another one, Bucks, mm. and Bills. Yeah, Jags. they're losing all those. I give, give them I'll give them a chance f- against the Jags. The Saints should be uh, straight. Sean Payton should have them good enough to beat the Jets by then. Uh, yeah, one win against the Texans. That's all I'm giving them. Okay. Joe Burrow will beat him. Joe Burrow, top five quarterback in the NFL, will beat him. I never in, said that. In New York. I never New said that. Uh, check the ledger, please, Pam Aaron. Check the ledger, please. It's a 10-year bet, bitch tits. <laughs> I thought it was five years. It was five years, and he's two years in. And it's we're not two years good. in, and we're winning, baby. <laughs> what was the bet? You had cut your ball oh, sack no, off? No. Your giant was, ball sack hold off? Hold on. It was, it was supposed to be $50, but you know how Ray is that we have to split the $50. Now oh, he has right. to lose $50 from each of us. Yeah, we talked about that earlier in the beefed out section. (laughs) Um, All right, final predictions here uh, for the AFC, AFC East. Uh, (laughs) Bill, Bill, I'll start with you as we all kind of know where you're going. Give me your, give me your final rundown one through four, the winner to uh, fourth place. I think I got Buffalo, Patriots, Miami, and the Jets. Yeah, that, that, I think that's probably where Vegas has it too. Ray? Fuck it. Patriots, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. Oh, all right. Well, that one's going to be thrown away. That's going to screw up all things. Uh, I'm going to go Pats, and I think it's close. I I mean, I'm just going to go Pats to be different from Bill because Ray's didn't count. But I think it's Pats, Bills in a tiebreaker kind of situation. Miami, a distant third, and the Jets with one win against the Texans. But I think that I think it's going to come down to a when do the can you look up real quick uh, uh Bills Patriots when's their last game? Against each other. week 17, I think. Is it that late? I think Keep so. Talking. Keep talking. Oh no, wait, hold on. It's- um I, I think that I, I mean and I'm selfishly rooting for it to be uh worth that much. Mac Jones is in at that point in time. He uh <laughs> yeah. Mac Jones wearing knee brace at practice. Oh, look at that. Week 15. Week 15, okay. Oh, it's the Dolphins they finished with, yes. December 26th is the last game at Gillette Stadium. Okay. Uh, And just real quick, as we should know, this is a sports show, so Bill, that knee brace was just a preliminary precaution precaution thing for Mac Jones. There is absolutely nothing wrong with his knee, other than it's probably doughy. Uh, This has been the Supermind Sports Show, Wednesday edition, AFC East Outlook, August 18th. We will uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Bye-bye. 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 With our oh, we'll see you on Thursday for our Bills interview with, uh, with our Bills insider a week late. Ah, yeah, that's Colt, all right. Colt Schroeder. Cole Schroeder. No, it'll be good. It'll be an AFC talk and then uh, some Bills talk. Distant Ray relative. <laughs> Distant. Distant. Bill uh, let him have it, and he let us know what he thought about it. <laughs> <laughs>
didn't say shit. He did. He said hello. <laughs> <laughs> that is usable. Fuck. <laughs>